Welcome to the Lancaster Patriot Podcast. My name is Chris Hume. I'm the managing editor of the Lancaster Patriot, and I'm joined today by Pastor Joel Saint of Independence Reformed Bible Church. Joel, thanks for joining me today. Always good to be here. Today's episode is brought to you by Keystone Guncrete LLC. Keystone Guncrete has been servicing South Central Pennsylvania with concrete pumping, shotcrete, and slab jacking services since 1980. Homeowners and business owners, they can lift and level your sidewalks, pool decks, patios, porches, and garage floors for a fraction of the cost of a replacement. If you have a trip hazard on your property, you could be held liable if someone was injured from tripping. And if you're concerned about that or loved ones tripping over uneven concrete, why replace it when you can lift and level it in hours rather than days with much less mess? Call Keystone Guncrete at 717-768-3641. For more information, again, that's Keystone Guncrete, LLC. All right, Joel, well, today we have a story about a school in eastern Pennsylvania, and this is perhaps of special interest to me because this is actually the high school and middle school that I went to um, over in Northampton County, Pennsylvania. Also of interest and importance, I think, because it highlights a lot of the issues uh, that we've talked about before with the government schools. Okay, so I want to briefly tell the story here because I kind of just sprang this on you. I'm not sure if you have even heard much about this yet. I have heard some. A little bit. About okay. It, yeah. So I have here the 37 pages of the opinion from, from the judge and I have read uh, that in its entirety minus some of the footnotes, but that laid out everything. And so I want to kind of briefly for our listeners and also just to bring you up to speed to let you know what happened here. So as I mentioned, this story takes place uh, in Northampton County, my old stomping grounds there, uh, school district, the Saucon Valley School District, okay? So on February 1st, uh, the Satanic Temple applied to use a room in the middle school for an after-hours Satan Club, okay? They wanted to do three, I think, three different days in the afternoon. It was right after school hours, so it wasn't like 7 or 8 p.m. It was right after the school hours, which was part of some of the concern with some of the parents. So the school approved the request, uh, I think just a few days later, and then what followed after that, after they made their request and the school district approved it, what followed was, in the words of the superintendent, chaos. Okay, chaos followed. And, and that just struck me. And, you know, what, what else would you expect from something, something related to Satan other than chaos? Yeah. Order. Uh, tranquility. So chaos followed. And um, <clears throat> there's a full statement here from the, from the superintendent. Uh, she said, our, our community has experienced chaos. Our students, staff, and teachers have had to endure a threat to their safety and welfare. The gravity of feelings of instability, anxiety, and fear have been profound. So we're going to talk about that safety thing, but I just want that to set in for a minute. This is what you would expect from anything associated with Satan. Now, of course, the people at the Satanic Temple, they claim, well, we don't actually believe that Satan is, is real, um, which it's a little iffy when you look at some of their stuff. But the point being, from a biblical perspective, of course, this is what you would expect from anything related to Satan is chaos, instability, anxiety, and fear, uh, right? So on February 23rd, okay, so, so again, they approve the event, okay? What follows is chaos. So what follows is on February 23rd, there's a post made from the Satanic Temple's national Facebook page, and it says this, After school, Satan Club is coming to Hellertown, Pennsylvania. Saucon Valley Middle School will host the first ACCS, so the After School Satan Club open to both elementary and middle schoolers. Okay, th- that was the post that really set a lot of things off. So again, here's another quote. I think this is from the superintendent of the school. It was in the ruling. What followed from that post was an avalanche of opposition to the club from the community. All right, so just trying to lay this out here. The community is, is upset. They're upset that the school has approved the use of, of this uh, event. 
And we're going to get to some of those emails and, and phone calls, specifically the emails. So you have numerous parents emailing, calling the school, but also then you have a school shooting threat thrown into this. Okay, so a person calls the school, the middle school main office number, uh, and it's a male. They don't, I don't think they identified who it is, but this man calls, and he talks about kids that have fun at the, the school Satan Club and says that he was going to come and effing shoot everybody. Now, I don't know what else the context is. Who's he shooting? That? Yeah, I'm not sure. We don't, okay. we don't really know if he's opposing the club, if he's in faith. Like, we don't really know that information. All we know is it centers around the Satan Club. And again, what would you... It sounds like chaos, right? What would you... Ex- what else? <laughs> Who are we even shooting? <laughs> right. What would you expect from something uh, associated with Satan? So, so the school, of course, closes for a day, at least one day because of this threat. Okay, we're going to shut down the school. Uh, and so, yeah, there is chaos. So you, so you have this threat. You have the school closing. You have the outrage. Uh, irregardless of the, the school shooting threat, you have this outrage that the Satanic Temple would be allowed to come into the school. Uh, and then after all this... The superintendent, this is a Mrs. Jamie Vlasati, Vl- 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 I don't know how to say that last name, but the superintendent, she said the district has decided to rescind the approval of their facilities for the club. So the school's like, all right, we, we re- we're going to take this back. Okay, now this is where the legal battle begins, of course, because the Satanic Temple, with the help of none other than the ACLU, of course, files a lawsuit uh, in federal court against the Saucon Valley School District, alleging that the school violated the First Amendment by prohibiting the Satanic Club from meeting in district facilities, okay? And so again, I have here this 37 pages of the opinion by the judge, you can read it online. Actually, pretty interesting reading. And in summary, he ruled that the school must indeed allow the Satanic Group to use their building because the only reason, substantial reason that he can see why they rescinded their approval was because of what's termed in the opinion, viewpoint discrimination that this is in violation of the First Amendment, and you cannot simply violate the First Amendment because people have, you know, your views are distasteful to other people. So I do want to briefly in a moment bring in, bring in the First Amendment piece, but that's really not my main focus here. Um, there's a lot of other details that we may or may not get to today of, of in this opinion piece and, and certain advertising thing, and I'll touch on it briefly. But the two main points, Joel, that I want us to focus on and our brief time together here is, is number one, that this really shows us that what the parents want is irrelevant. Um, and we've talked before about the government school system and how parents need to pull their kids out. And, and we have, you know, these battles over, well, I'm going to get into there in the school board and, and get them to change. Well, here's a clear case that th- there's no evidence presented from the Satanic Temple that parents wanted this. And if they had that, they would have brought that. They would have said, hey, we have, we have multiple parents telling us that they want the Satanic Club. There's absolutely none of that. It's all on the other side, but the force of their argument is First Amendment only. So what parents want is, is, is irrelevant. And then the second thing I want us to talk about briefly is that Christians buying into the idea of neutrality and this freedom of religion idea actually set something of a precedent in this case that we'll talk about. So, uh, I mean, let, let's start with, with your initial thoughts, and then we'll go right into the fact that you have all these parents upset about this and yet, really, that in the end, that makes no difference. Sure. Yeah. Um, the, the, the Satan Club and the Satan worship thing is ultimately going to prevail here. It's going to prevail because we already have a vacuum in our schools. You talk about viewpoint discrimination. Have we not had that since 1963, right? The Bible doesn't belong here. So we've already had viewpoint discrimination. So what's going to happen is this. Um, 
not a prophet here or pretending to be a prophet, but here, here's what's going to happen. The, um, there's going to be all this kerfluffle. Then there's going to be articles, perhaps in local newspaper or different uh, media sites, about what the Satanists really believe, right? And what they really believe is, hey, just follow your heart, just do good things or whatever. And you're going to see this tide turn. Right now there's reaction. But it's like, oh, you know, Satan's not so bad. And so, and what else are we, Chris, what else is going to happen? We've already kicked Christ out. What did you think was coming in at, at, at any point? Christ is gone. Uh, the Bible is gone. So now we have this, you know, and it's going to be this first, it, well, we don't really believe in Satan or what. That's how they start out. That's not how they end up, though. They, they end up worshiping Satan, absolutely. But at first, it's just these, and I don't know if you've ever seen these, uh, I don't like 11 commandments of Satan, Satan worship or whatever. It's a lot of real happy stuff. Right. They believe in doing good. One right. of the things they say is that I've read is, uh, don't believe any, any uh, written record of anything. Well, they write this down themselves, so it's like self-contradictory. You know, can I not believe your written thing? Whatever. But it is chaos, and what's going to happen here over time is the parents will be convinced, and the people in the school district will, be, will become convinced. Since we've already thrown out the antidote to Satan, what's left except, but, but to accept him eventually? Which is what's going to happen in this case. The whole thing, Chris, of, of public space and of, of you know, religious neutrality and so forth is an impossibility. You're trying to uphold an impossibility, so it's going to crash. And this is what the crash looks like. Yeah, and you've really hit on some things. I don't, and I, you probably haven't even read these things, but in, in a lot of the articles already, you have them saying... Well, no, You're right, I haven't read it. But, yeah. This is what the Satanists actually believe. We don't believe in a literary, literal Satan. It's a literary Satan. And, and we believe in it represents freedom from tyranny and oppression, and it represents justice. And it's exactly what you said. But the other thing you hit on, Joel, is going to take us right into this. Some of the comments from the parents, um, I, I want to just read a few of them. Okay, And what we're going to see, you mentioned there's this vacuum. Because... There's this idea of neutrality, okay? And again, this is happening after school, so this is so their whole thing is, and just for the legal part of it, the argument is these the schools allow religious groups to meet after schools. They allow Christian groups. They have to allow sat, you know satanic groups now. But one of the things you mentioned is there's this vacuum created um, in in the in the government school itself because it has clearly rejected Christ and it's claiming to be neutral, but there's no such thing. So what you have here is these parents who are still sending their kids to the government schools, who many of them say, hey, I, I, I want the school to be neutral, but at the same time, they are reacting quite viscerally to what, what some of them even deem as evil. This idea that, that Satan is evil, and we just can't have that in our school. And so you have this idea, well, we're, there's still this, this, this knowledge, this, this lingering conscience, hey, this is, this is evil, and, and we can't have that. And shouldn't that tip them off that you can't have neutrality? You can't have it. So let, let's, re, let's read a few of these things here uh, from, from the parents. So superintendent said they began receiving phone calls and emails from district parents and community members expressing concern about the district sponsorship of the Satanic Temples Club. Okay, um, let me just read a few of these comments from parents. Well, this is kind of a funny one. I got to read this first. You are, you are as weak as lame duck President Biden. You should be ashamed for bowing to woke policy instead of standing up for what's right. Well, even in there, you have the idea of there's a right and a wrong. Mm -hmm. Next, another one here. My Clearly an outmoded concept in our religiously neutral institutions, right? Right. What are you talking about right and wrong? Right. How can you have right and wrong in 
in a quote-unquote neutral situation. And so I think part of our appeal here, Joel, as we read through some of these, and, and we would share the sentiment, maybe we wouldn't word it like that, of some of these parents, but our appeal to them w- would be, would it not to say, look, yeah, if you have any concern for what's right and wrong and good and evil, then get your children out of a government school that rejects the very basis for knowing what that is, or the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, right? This parent says, my concern lies with the hours this would occur. I would be horrified if there would be a chance of them running into my children, as I am of the belief that these types of organizations intentionally choose schools as a potential way to access children. Well, pretty, pres- I mean, pretty wise there. She, she, he or she is right about that. But again, you have this idea of, you know, I don't think this parent will be saying that about the Good News Club or the Child Evangelism Fellowship. Now, some people are opposed to that because they hate Christians. But still, there's this idea here in America and in many communities that what Satan, it represents pure evil. And, and what the Satanic Temple is, is really trying to do with this is say, well, so what? So what? So let me read a couple more here and then I'll let you comment. This one, I think you like this one, Joel. Um, actually, let me go to that. Let me save that one later. Uh, th- this one says, uh, I'm writing as a concerned parent. I'm actually a bit in awe that this campus is giving into this type of ridiculous one-sided relig- religious behavior. I myself am not a religious person, but the work of evil... I would hope would be avoided in any place where children are meant to be kept safe from that very thing, evil. Now that is very telling. This is, this, this, I mean, this is kind of the, the schizophrenia of the, of the current, uh, this person says they're not religious, but I would say uh, of the professing church when it comes to the government school. Well, either I'm not religious or, or religion shouldn't be there, but yet you have to keep evil out. H- how do you do that if you don't have, have Christ as the foundation? It can't, it can't be done, and it's not going to be done, if I don't get a chance to say this later, I want to say it now. Uh, my, my friends, my, the, the parents of these children, you're going to lose this. I guess I said that a little bit earlier. You're going to lose this because you're trying to fight something with nothing. You're trying to fight it with a vacuum. You've already thrown Christ out here. And, and, and now the public schools are supposed to be, government schools are supposed to be religiously neutral. Well, they're not religiously neutral. You can go to a government school and maybe have, uh, you know, dress up like Muslims one day or, or learn all about uh, t- traveling to Mecca. Or I was in a meeting this morning and uh, in, in a public meeting and Hinduism was being praised. And that happens in your, in your government school. You're, you're either going to have Christ or you're going to have chaos and over time, since you've already rejected Christ, understand this, please. Since you've already rejected him, you're, you're going to get wickedness and chaos. You know, I think the Israelites probably initially thought, well, we, we, we can turn away from the true God, right? And that doesn't mean we have to sacrifice our children to idols. We can still be good people. Right. But it took a little time, and they were sacrificing their children to idols, which is what's happening in your government school, by the way. They're not learning about Christ. They're not learning about the Bible. They're learning that Christ is a fraud and the Bible is not true. And so if we're going to talk about sacrificing children, aren't you already on your way by having them taught every day that the Bible is fake and that Christ either didn't exist or that he was a fraud? To what extent have you already sacrificed already, Chris? And speaking of child sacrifice, which I know isn't exactly what you meant there, but it is sadly fitting that the Satanic Temple... I mean, they support abortion as a, relig- as a, as a religious ritual, which I, right. I did a talk on this, that they use the freedom of religion argument, which I'm going to bring up briefly here. We don't have a lot of time, but that, that oh, you have the religious freedom to, to commit abortion as a religious ritual, and therefore you're free from any regulations. But Christ or chaos, Joel, I mean, that, that's saying, and, and it's just, it's so evident here that they even use that term, that, th- that this, this superintendent that, 
isn't professing Christianity openly here or any means, but it's just so clear. You, these are your options, and this is where it's leading. So one more, one more quote here from a parent. Uh, suppose a parent, I would imagine, someone sends an email to the school. Let's be honest here. Maybe this isn't a parent, because they, they probably wouldn't send their kids to the school if they wrote this. So let's be honest here. Satan is already in your schools. At least not a parent that sends their kid there. Right. Satan is already in your schools. All I needed to do was take a look at the disgusting books in your elementary school library to dissuade me from sending my children there. Okay, so they don't. A parent that makes the wise choice of not sending to the government school. Approving a Satan club simply makes it official. You go on and on about the Supreme Court ruling, but again I say to you that yours is the first school district in all of Pennsylvania that accepted this club. Now it has happened in other states, but I do think this is the first one in Pennsylvania. And so here's a parent that is wisely saying, I'm not sending my kids there, and saying basically what we're saying here, this is just making it official. Because once you reject Christ, there is no other option other than chaos. All right, so let's, let's wrap up this point, Joel. There's, there's more comments there, but my main point with this is that the, the avalanche of complaints was from parents against the group. There's not one, and the judge would have cited it, there's not one parent saying, I want you, you have, to, you have to give this back because I want this. So what does that tell us about this whole idea that, well, parents need to get back involved in, in the government schools and that's going to change it? I mean, what do we see here? Is it, did it do anything? And will it do yeah. anything? Who's now, in charge yeah. here? Par parents need to see themselves. And think about it, Chris. If, if, the, if the school district gets your money without your permission, right. do you think you're going to have input into what goes on afterwards? They got your money. They can do whatever they want. The best you are is... You know, and they'll convince you otherwise, right? Come to the school board meeting. Speak out, they say, right? No, you are, you have your nose pressed against the glass, and you're trying to influence people on the other side of the glass that don't even hear you. They don't have to. They have your money. And Chris, as long as they can keep on getting your money, parents, without your permission, they're going to do what they want. And you can scream and yell all you want. They're going to do it because they got your money frankly, at the threat of you losing your property. I mean, think about it. Right. You're, you're, you're not going to influence these people that already have your money. And, and let me add, Joel, that even in this case, where you have this superintendent and the school district itself seems to have a modicum of sanity here saying, well, I mean, I don't know why they did it at first. Right. It's, it's, I can't get into all the details, right. um, but, but they approve it and then they reject it. And then they're saying, we don't want this now. Uh, and they're claiming that it's, it's based on the threats of violence, but there's other aspects to it. But in the end, they are trying to now reject it. They are trying to actually do what the parents want, and they still can't do it because you have now the, you know, the government above them is above saying, well, no, you can't do this. So just another point that e even if you got the school board on your side, you, st you still cannot bring in Christian principles. Because the whole system has been created from the beginning. It's rotten from the created. It's a socialist institution. You've touched on it with the forced taxation. What you want as a parent is ultimately irrelevant in the government school system. Chris, I was thinking about this. You know, trying to reform the school, right? It was set up specifically to attack Christianity. Just heard a great uh, uh, lecture on that from Alex Newman. And it's not that hard to look back and to see what John Dewey and the others wanted to attack. Right. So trying to reform your school to be Christ-friendly... Uh, the best I can think of is taking a torpedo whose, whose basic mission is to sink ships, right? Mm -hmm. And let's, let's uh, examine the torpedo, and let's see how we can make it more friendly to ships. It's right. not friendly to ships. It right. sinks them. Right. Um, all right. Just a few more minutes left, Joel, keeping it brief today. Um, the second thing, real quick, is that Christians buying into this idea of neutrality and saying, okay, well, yeah, let, let's, let's accept 
the government school system as it is. Maybe it's not ideal. Let's accept it and try to work with it. And let's is actually one of the re, one of the, the the precedents set here that the Satanic Temple used because in this in this opinion it cites multiple cases from the Good News Club, uh, which is a, a Christian based thing, and Child Evangelism Fellowship, where the, they had legal cases saying you can't prevent us from coming to after school hours because of the First Amendment, right? And so the the judge. I think accurately cites that and says, if, if we're going to use this, if, there's, if this is neutral, right? Because again, that's the premise. It's right. not, Christ, is, Christ right. is king. He's rejecting that and he's saying, the premise is neutrality. The ultimate standard is the First Amendment. Therefore, if we allow Christians in there, we have to allow Satanists. And so uh, that's the, pre- the precedent in this case is Christians shooting themselves in the foot, sawing off the branch out of them saying, all right, we accept the government school is neutral. Now let us in there to... Um, to, to let it, you know, we're going to bow to your regulations, bring us in under the, under the guise of the First Amendment. You have no grounds then, if that's your standard, that you're saying, well, the standard that I want to come in here is not Christ's lordship. The standard is the First Amendment. The First Amendment is Lord. Then there's no basis to reject the Satanists, right? Yeah. yeah e- either Christ judges the First Amendment or, or the First Amendment judges Christ. Right. Christian, make up your mind on that one. Right. So those are the two main points I wanted to make, Joel, and, and I think it's good just to leave that with people, that this reveals, again, that what the parents want clearly is irrelevant in this case. Now, I know it's happening after school, but again, the parents understand, like, this is not right. And the other thing is there is, there is no basis to fight this when you stand on the socialistic foundation. Right. You can't, the judge is absolutely right if, you're, if the First Amendment is Lord. If the First Amendment is Lord over all things... Um, and again, there's so much mess here because we shouldn't even have the government school system. We shouldn't have these public spaces being regulated by the government. But th- this is what we have here because we've adopted this. And instead of fighting it with the scripture and with the lordship of Christ, Christians as a whole has, have accepted it. And now they've actually laid the, the foundation for these freedom of religion arguments to be used by Satanists. And uh, it, it's predictable when you realize, well, of course, anything other than the, the biblical worldview is ultimately going to crumble. There's one more thing I wanted to mention, and then I'll give you the final word here, Joel, and it has to do with the First Amendment. I just wanted to mention this. Um, the First Amendment is that Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech and on and on. Now, if we want to look at historically the First Amendment, it did not apply to the states because this is so obvious because the states themselves had state constitutions that had explicit Christian clauses. You could not serve in the civil government if you did not accept the Christian religion. So now later with the 14th Amendment and then even more specifically with all these Supreme Court rulings that become law, then you have this idea that the First Amendment now has to apply to every single level of local government and the government can do nothing. And that was not the original intention. I just want to make that clear because people are, oh, first, well, first of all, like you said, who sits in judgment on the First Amendment? Is it Christ or does the First Amendment judge Christ? But secondly, yeah, now we have all these, these legal rulings and this, you know, law by judges. But initially, if we're going to be honest, the original meaning and what the founders meant by the First Amendment was not that the state, the states, and even then the local municipalities could not make laws respecting religion. I just wanted to mention that. Sure. So any, any yeah. comment you have here, Joel, as we wrap up on, on this whole thing that, you know, yeah. I would imagine there's going to be more, I mean, the Satanic Temple, I mean, this is a marketing thing, obviously, there's, there's other, inf- but you know they're going to other schools now. Sure they are. And now the precedent's been set. There might be a follow-up, but it's, again, I mean, the logic is sound. If the First Amendment is, is Lord, 
this this will be in every government school if the satanic temple has yeah. their way yeah um just a word uh, on neutrality once again uh as a believer as a as a christian you believe the bible and you believe that it's your job part of your job at least an aspect of your job job is to cast down every thought and every imagination that exalts itself against the knowledge of god when you place your ch child in the government school you are placing your child into a school whose job it is to cast down every thought and imagination that does exalt mm. the knowledge of Christ. Mm. There is no neutrality. There is no peace here. Yeah, well, well said. And, and I think if nothing else, again, I mean, the first way to combat this is for parents to pull their kids out. Absolutely. I mean, I mean and that's really the only way. That's yeah. the only way that we could, we could end yeah. this. I mean, is if you, you, know, you, you stop sending your children there. I mean, one, that, that's what you need to do morally as a parent to protect them from this. But then if you want to end this, and that's the first thing. So again, another story, I'm sure we'll have more of these. We want to keep um, bringing your attention to this um, because it's just, we, we've accepted this socialist system and um, this is what you get. Well, I'll go on. I said you'd have the last word, but I guess I threw that in there. So anything else you want to add? I'm good. Okay. All right. Well, for more information about the Lancaster Patriot, go to the LancasterPatriot.com. Um, share this podcast if you like it. Subscribe. For more information about Pastor Joel, you can go to www.irbc.church. Um, and that's it for today. So long and God bless. <laughs>